Publisher Podcast, episode 70. I am so excited to bring you this episode. First of all, the gal that I interview in this, Nicole Talbot, has become a good friend of mine. We really enjoy, uh, as you'll see in this, as you'll hear in this interview, we really enjoy having a good time together and having fun discussions. And we met at um, the Publishing University Conference that the IBPA puts on each spring. So, I just want to put a big plug in for being members of organizations and going to different conferences throughout the year. You never know who you're going to meet and what type of connections you're going to make. But um, when I first learned about this Bookie Call app, um, I was just like blown away by the ingenuity of it. I think it is so creative. It's so fun. And what a unique way to, um, to find readers to match with your book. So I'm really excited about bringing this app to you and having Nicole explain it to you and talk about it. You should definitely get this app. You should definitely check it out um, and use it as a reader first and then see how you could potentially use it as an author. And the pricing is so reasonable if you do decide to market your book as an author. But you'll learn all about that in the actual um, interview right after. I remind you that if you are loving our podcast, if you would please subscribe and leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. Share it with your author friends. Share us around. and We'd really love some help getting some um, even more traction behind our podcast. And um, don't forget to head over to womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events at your next opportunity. Check and see what we have going up uh, up and uh, around in our community. Even though it's summertime, we do have um, several webinars and training workshops and all the things happening over the summer. So do find out what is going on and don't miss out all the activity. And now... Enjoy this. I know you're going to love this podcast episode. Um, It's so much fun. Nicole is so much fun. This app is so much fun. Absolutely love it. All right. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Because I've been where you've been. Welcome back to another episode of the Publisher Podcast. I am excited to talk today about finding readers. I think this is one of the biggest issues that authors have or the biggest question. We're always like, go get in front of your readers, make sure you're in front of your readers, get new readers. And the question is always, how. So today I am going to talk to you about one great tool and app that you can use to actually get in front of lots of readers. So my guest today is Nicole Talbot. I'm going to read you her official bio and then I'm going to talk to you about the unofficial stuff. So (laughs) Nicole Talbot is the VP of sales and marketing at Bookie Call, an innovative book discovery app disguised as a, catch this one, a dating app for readers and authors. I love the concept. Bringing two decades of experience in communications, relationship management, and promotions for various global brands, as well as data-driven understanding of the Bookie Call app, Nicole has a unique ability to work with clients to develop achievable marketing plans that deliver significant results. And that is what we are all looking for. So before I get into the unofficial stuff, hi, 
Hey, Nicole. Hey, Alexa. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have you here. So let's talk the unofficial stuff. Um, listeners, this is why attending in-person events can be the most powerful thing you do in your writing and publishing journey because uh, Nicole and I met very haphazardly, actually. It was the last day of the um, Publishing University Conference that the IBPA puts on every year. And um, my brain was a little frazzled. I'd, I'd attended a lot of, 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 of you know, great training sessions. And I decided to skip the last training session and to just wander around and talk to the sponsors that were there. And I saw this giant tent that looked like a lot of fun in the back corner of the room. So I headed over there and I was met by two real punk rock looking uh, dudes. And they started telling me about their app. And from the moment I heard about it, well, first of all, we just, we had such a fun connection because I'm single and in my forties. So we were talking about, you know, dating apps and how fun and crazy it is. Anyway, Nicole's going to tell us all about the app in a second, but she came around and we started talking and just absolutely hit it off. And now we call ourselves Bookie Besties. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it is the best. But we really, you know, it, it, you have those moments sometimes when you just meet the right person and, and your moments don't always have to be as connected as Nicole and I were in that moment. But even just meeting the people that can help you take your marketing to the next level, take your author journey to the next level. So um, I'm going to let you tell everybody all about this wonderful app so that they know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Alexa, for that introduction and just kind of the reliving of how we met because I had heard of the Women in Publishing Summit before going to the conference, but really wasn't connected. Yeah. And as soon as I met you, I knew that our paths just needed to be interconnected. And I'm so thrilled to be part of this and be part of what women are doing in this yes. industry. Yes. It just excites me so much. So I came on with Buki Call um, last August about a month and a half before the app launch. So we are, as you said, a book discovery app that is disguised as a dating app. So when you get on Buki Call, and yes, it is Buki Call, like booty call. And um, when you get onto this app, it's free for readers. You set up a profile of your favorite genres. It's all on a sliding scale. So if you kind of love romance, you can go all the way. But if you kind of don't like horror, you can go all the way to the left. And, you know, anywhere along the path, there's 20 genres, 10 fiction, 10 nonfiction. Once you finish your profile, you click on the bottom, a tab called match. And the app is actually going to match readers with the books on the app. And it's all based on those genre preferences, what they've chosen. The app kind of gets smarter as time goes by. The whole goal, helping people find their next read. Um, it started, uh, the whole vision started about a year, year and a half ago when our founders, who are both authors, the two rock guys that you were mentioning, um, they have their own books and their most recent books came out in 2020. It's not a great time to be promoting books. They went big time, spent a ton of money with an agency up in New York. Didn't really feel like they got their money's worth in 
anyway and came back and said, we need to do something. We've got to change this for authors. We've got to find a way to actually connect authors of any level Mm -hmm. with readers. Mm -hmm. And the way that they decided to do that was through the proven psychological and function of a dating app. And what they found is that people really look for very similar things in very similar ways for who they want to date as what book they want to spend time with. And we really look at books now as how are you spending your time? Who are you spending your time with? We kind of bring books to life and make it that that sense of who do I want to take home from the bookstore tonight? Who do I want to <laughs> hang out with? You know, who am I booking up with, as we say? <laughs> and one of the coolest things has been this relationship with IBPA, the Independent yeah. Book Publishers Association, and meeting so many indie authors and publishers who have really, it seems like, been waiting for exactly this something that they can pay a nominal fee for one time and then have promotion for a whole year and that's how that's how the app works every yeah oh well I was just gonna say you know um so our audience um we have a lot of we have a wide variety of in our audience everywhere from younger writers but we have a lot of women who I like to call are in their second act who have either um, retired or, um, or they've, they've made a change in their life. Maybe like mm-hmm. me, they like just blew it all up and started fresh, uh, <laughs> you know, all these kinds of things. But, um, for anybody who is in the audience and hasn't ever been on a dating app, I think it would be fun just to kind of discuss that a little bit, um, so that you know what we're talking about when it's like dating apps, if you don't mind, I will, um, I will just, venture off here a little bit on that because the concept behind any of these dating apps that are out there and I pray you never actually have to go on them and Nicole and I laughed really hard about this for a while but um the bookie app is not one of these scary places but anyway you you like she said you fill out your profile and then you have the opportunity you you get a a, a feed basically just like you're looking at an Instagram feed kind of where um a, a profile pops up and you have the opportunity to either swipe right if you want to connect and be matched with this person or you can swipe left I have it I have that right right Sw- swipe left if you're not interested and it removes yes. that that profile from your interest so what I love as a user of the Buki um, app is that the first of all the profiles are written like dating profiles and I find them to be just hilarious I mean so creative and so interesting the way they write the, the profiles of these books like you are you are trying to match with 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 a guy or girl that you want to date, you know, and, and so they're, they're very, very creatively written and it's fun. And you get to see these books in a different light that you would have. And if you're like, ah, that's not my jam, you swipe left and, and that book goes away from your things, but you swipe right. And it gets added to your matched books. And then if you want to know more, you can actually click into that book and it's got sales links. So you can go get the book if you want to get it right away and all of that. So, but the really fun part about this app is that it's, um, 
it does become like your friend. So I get messages from the Buki app, I think on Wednesday nights at like 10 or 11 o'clock. Hey, you up? What you reading? What you doing? And it's like, it's, it's fun. It, it makes me giggle. It's, um, it's, it's really a fun experience for readers. And then from the author standpoint, like I'm thinking, this is so such a cool way to get my book in front of, in front of a, a new audience that I would have no uh, you know, it'd be really hard to get in front of this audience otherwise, because it's people I don't know that everybody else is bringing to the party. Um, so I'm going to let you dig into that a little bit. Like, why is this really a phenomenal resource for authors to use, not just readers? Um, well, first of all, from an author side, I find the whole process to be incredibly approachable. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to end up you know, back and forth, you don't have to design anything, you don't have to write anything. All that an author has to do is fill out a form on our website. Um, I had an author tell me recently that they had scheduled about an hour to dedicate to the form. And then they were done in 15 minutes. Nice. So excited to have the next 45 minutes to just sit and do whatever they wanted, because it's so easy. I mean, it's truly you know, author name, ISBN, a few bits and pieces. And then we ask you to submit your manuscript. We have a team of writers, editors, and kind of our final proofers who um, actually compose all of the dating profiles. So the author does not have to do that. We we don't even want you to. We Mm -hmm. want to be able to take that and use the training that we've developed to create these nine question dating profiles. And each one asks questions like, who should swipe right on me? What are my most attractive traits? You know, everybody has something a little dorky about them. Here's what's dorky about me. It kind of goes on and on, but all from the voice of the book. And so like you were saying, it really is developing this connection with the book that there really isn't currently another way we've found that people do that. So right. you can no. pick up, you know, the back of a book and read it. You can look at Amazon metadata. You can, you know, kind of see the same metadata everywhere. And instead, these are completely new copy written from the voice of the book. And yes, by the way, the book is kind of low-key hitting on you, hoping that you will decide to take it on a date. Like you said, Alexa, once you find a book that you're interested in, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to buy it. It doesn't mean that this is necessarily going to be your next read. But if you even have an interest, you can swipe right. And then you get that DM from the book that says, you know, OMG, I knew we'd be a perfect match. Here's how we can get to know each other better. And from there, you get the links for whatever versions your book has. So if someone's book has print, it's going to say, let's get to know each other in person. If it has print and ebook, it's going to say, get to know each other in person or keep it digital. If it also has an audio book, it will say, if you'd like, the, um, if you'd like me to whisper in your ear, here is where you can go. And you click on the audiobook version. Uh, it's just a really casual, but to me, very intimate way to get to know a book. Yeah. There's no social on the app. There's right. no um, noise. Yeah. So there's no trolls. <laughs> there's no, you know, good or bad reviews. Honestly, it's just you and a book. And that is, that is a huge goal we had from the onset and it has really panned out well. 
Well, and that's an important part to make in case you were wondering just, you know, what what happens when you swipe left or swipe right, like you're not being put in touch with the author, nobody's going to actually be sending you messages or following up with you in case that 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 dawned on me as we were talking, I was like, what if people think like, when they match with these people now they're in, you're not you just get the profile of the book. And then it's up to you if you actually want to take any action beyond that no one's messaging you no one's liking you no one's you don't have to build a friend list you're not doing like you're just it's just you and the books that you want to learn more about I I think the concept is is genius I mean as they were walking me through the tent that they had set up and just explaining how the app works and the process and again it's totally free for readers so you as a reader and I highly suggest that you sign up for the app as a reader one so that you can go see what the what it looks like and it's just booky b-o-o-k-y call in the app store I'll have the link as well um but, or at least the link to the, whatever link Nicole tells me to put in the, in the profile we'll put in here, but um, use it as a reader. And because authors, and here's the other point I want to say, authors should always be readers first in their genre. So you should be seeing what else is out there. We look at how other people are, what books are doing well, all that kind of stuff. Um, So, so go try out the app, see what you think. And then if you're like, this is a great fit, we'll have information for you on how you can um, take it to the next level, take your life with Buki app to the next level. But um, I was going to ask you to talk about that. So you talked about going to the form, filling out that form, then what happens? How um, you mentioned it's marketing for a year. What does that look like? And then um, as you talk about that, what kind of results or information does the author get throughout that time frame? Such great questions. So really, like you said, starting at that form, filling it out, we're going to send you a message to let you know if your book was accepted. We do a just basic review make sure that, you know, the book was edited well Mm -hmm. and that it meets our, um, our genres that we have. So we don't take cookbooks. We don't take travelogues. Um, we don't take children's books right now. So pretty much YA and up, we're looking for books with words in them. Um, (laughs) we did start taking graphic novels. We found that graphic novels are making some really interesting dating profiles and really liking them. So we, uh, we did add graphic novels in, but then, you know, just your normal, like romance, fantasy, YA, um, mystery, thriller, suspense are our top four genres. So if you are listening and you are one of those, um, strongly hope that you will consider, but moving on from that, I mean, all 20 genres have readers. Yeah. I was going to ask you specifically, like, um, do you have, um, what, what for nonfiction memoir, Mm self-help, those types of things are, are you doing authors there as well? We are. So we have 10 nonfiction genres and the ones you just named, I know you will not be surprised, but memoir and self-help are our top two nonfiction mm-hmm. genres. Um, from there, we have current events, we have history. The history books mm-hmm. are actually doing really well, which mm-hmm. is exciting to see. And then on the nonfiction side, the four that I said, um, but even just contemporary. Mm-hmm. People are just loving you know, a contemporary book in whatever yeah. form that may be kind of the women's lit books and then mm-hmm. um, historical fiction. So lots of really fun genres that are meeting readers and we see them as very targeted readers. Mm-hmm. So it's not like an advertising option where you're just 
throwing your book out there to the masses. Right. And instead it's throwing your book out there to people who have said, I want to read books just like your book. And so when they get your profile, they're forced to swipe right or left. They have to make a decision. It's not just a passive, you know, picture of your book down in the bottom of the screen. This is your book taking up the entire cell phone screen and they have to choose interested or not interested in order to play the game and move on. So we feel like it is incredibly targeted Mm -hmm. and um, effective. Well, and you know what else is great is that as opposed to um, paid promo lists, for example, um, which I'm a big fan of as well, they definitely serve their purpose, um, like written word media, fussy librarian, things like that, with with large curated lists as well. But those you have to discount your book to zero dollars or 99 cents to see any traction. But these are we're not talking discounted books, right? We're talking sales, full price sales. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we consider Bookie Call to be a visibility app. Right. So this is the part of your budget that you want to take and say, what do I want to do just to get my book out there? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do just to get eyeballs on my book? Yeah. And that's the data that we are able to provide back to you. So quarterly, we tell authors and publishers how many matches their book has gotten. So how many times has it come up in front of someone's face mm-hmm. and how many people have swiped right on it? Um, We're going to begin to, at a certain point, also be able to share clicks to purchase. We cannot and do not track how many people have actually bought the book because they don't actually buy it on our app. So we are the, we will take a reader from discovering your book. We call it introducing them to your book all the way to their click to Amazon, click to bookshop, click to Libro, wherever they may be going. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so what kind of um, I, what kind of information are you giving back to the authors so that they can judge if it's something they want to do again the next year and the next year and all? Because I assume they can they can do that, right? Can you re up after your year? Okay, absolutely. So you can re up that one book, or you can add more books as as you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the information that we are giving back and tracking on a daily basis is are those matches and the swipes. We want readers and authors to know, are people actually interested? And I know that can be a hard thing to hear, but at a certain point, data is just the best thing you can find out. So if you're putting your book in front of this grouping of people, are they interested in it? Once we can give out the click to purchase, we can actually tell what version people are clicking on so that mm-hmm. people know, are they typically going for print, ebook, or um, audiobook? And do you have demographic? Yeah. Do you have demographic information about the readers too, so that you can say, okay, your book is YA. We have, this is what we know about this particular group. It's mm-hmm. our, the majority of our people are women in their thirties and they are, or are not clicking on your book. <laughs> so we're pulling our demographic information not as much on age mm-hmm. as much as what people are reading. Okay. So, you know, because we know that anyone of any age maybe will love a YA book or anyone right, of any right. age loving romance or, you know, whatever it may be. So what we're tracking instead is 
the both preferences and actual swipes. Okay. So we look at what in order the 20 genres, what genres are people marking that they prefer Mm -hmm. and what genres are people actually swiping on? And we find that it's not always the same. Interesting. it, we, we, we also find this very interesting. It shows us that maybe people are more open to different genres than they initially mm-hmm. think they are. Um, it's especially happening with memoirs. Mm-hmm. So people are not marking memoir as one of their top 10 genres, but then it's like number seven in yeah. swipes. Yeah. And I think something that happens is because these dating profiles are so personal and so connected and it sounds like the book is really talking to you. Yeah, it really does. That the memoirs are so compelling and you read it and you want to get to know it. Also, there are a lot of celebrity memoirs on there that people want to get to know. I mean, the, the vast expanse of types of books, themes, and, um, and what people get from the books is so enormous. Yeah. And we just love it. We have about 2,300 books on the app right now. And they're just matching with people 24-7. And that's actually one of the other things going back to, I think, two or three questions ago. I love that the app works all the time so mm-hmm. that the author maybe doesn't mm-hmm. Yes, all the time. Because I know when you publish a book, you have that sense of now my full-time job is promoting the book. Yeah. And some people aren't wanting that as their full-time job. And if they do, we can partner with, and, you know, certainly if anybody tags us in social, we share it. We share others. We have a top five list every week of the top five right swipe books. We share that, get it out into social, just trying to push the titles, even in those push notifications that you were talking about that you're getting, we're constantly grabbing um, book lists of books that people should read on the app. And we don't ask you to pay anything else for that. We just grab books and get it out into, you know, in front of readers. We do, however, have some promotional opportunities beyond the book dating profile. So once someone has a dating profile for their book, they can get in touch and I can, you know, share the other options. My favorite is called book of the day, mm-hmm. where if your book is the book of the day for that day, it is the first profile that every user on the app. Oh, wow. <laughs> no matter what genre it is. That's so if awesome. you are adding your romance book, but maybe the people, you know, someone's getting on who's chosen memoir and self-help. I mean, going back to the two you said, they will still see it. What we're finding is what I was just saying, people are swiping on books, even if it's not the genre they chose because they're just connecting to it. Well, I'll tell you just from the other day, um, scrolling through some of them, like, I don't, I don't know right, the right word to choose. Like jarring sounds negative mm-hmm. and that's not what it, but, but it was interesting, different. I, I don't have a word in my vocabulary that explains 
what it was like to read a profile like this of a nonfiction book. Yeah. So I have not, because it's, I've never seen a book presented in this way. And it was, I was like, it really does feel like this book is a person that I'm talking to and that I'm seeing the personality of this book. And it was, it was just, it was such an interesting experience. And I, 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 I share that as a positive thing, not a negative thing, because I was thinking that they're really onto something, especially now, um, because people need connection so, so much. So having an, a, a, a different way to connect with a book like that, I loved it. Um, I wanted to ask, and I, you don't have to share numbers with me if you don't want to. I know the app is new, but are you, um, two-part question here, have you already collected a pretty wide number of subscribers? And then what are you doing to continue that growth? Because as, as an ROI, you know, as someone thinking about my return on investment, how do I know that when I put my book out there, it's actually going to be in front of readers? <laughs> Absolutely. So we currently have about 40,000 monthly Holy smokes readers. since October. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I mean, I hope that anybody listening right now is feeling a sense of, oh, I need to get on this app and check it yes. out because that is what we're finding with almost everyone we tell that there's not really a hurdle. Mm -hmm. It's a free app mm -hmm. and people want to get on it and people want to use it. And people who love books, love books. Yes, They want to spend time with books. We find that the average user is on the app for 30 minutes. Wow. Which is incredible. So that gives most users, they're on swiping through four to five to six books. If you read the whole profile, you may just read the intro and, you know, decide if that's for you or not. And then, you know, you may get through quite a, quite a few. So around 40,000 users were finding, I think that the last I calculated, um, we've made about 380,000 matches wow. with between books and readers since we launched September 30th. So it's working. It's yeah. happening. People are finding books. People are, you know, clicking on them. We do find, and we have to talk to our authors and publishers about this and kind of the process because this is long game publishing or yeah. long game promotion. Absolutely. It's not one newsletter one time. It's not one influencer video one time. Yeah. It's 365 days of matching your book with readers. And in that, it can take a little bit of time for the mm -hmm. matches to build up. It can also take time for a reader to get to your book in their list. Yeah. So you noticed, Alexa, when you were using it, that you swiped right and all of the books send you that DM mm -hmm. when you swipe right. That goes into your messages tab. I use the messages tab as my TBR. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. When I'm ready for my next book, I look, you open the message. It tells you how to get to know the book, um, buy the book. Uh, it tells you how to you know, get that book in front of you. It also gives you the ability to click on it again and go back to the profile mm -hmm. so that you can kind of re, you know, oh, was this really the feeling that I'm having right now? I'm kind of a, I'm a feeling reader. You know, <laughs> what, what is the vibe I need right now? And that's what I'm going to tend toward. So I'm constantly going back to my messages, looking and saying, who do I want to get to know today? and then getting the book. Mm -hmm. 
and people don't always buy books. Yeah. Sometimes they grab it from the library, sometimes right. they're buying it from a friend, sometimes they're listening on Scribd, whatever it may be. So that's another reason why we really see it as visibility. Yeah. This is not something that an author will, when they're looking at the ROI, I strongly suggest to authors that they don't think about it as how many purchases am I going to get as much as how many eyeballs am I going to mm -hmm. get in my book? Because that, in what we've seen over the course of time, that will lead to your purchases. Absolutely. You know, you and I had this conversation the other day when we were just chit-chatting back and forth and, and that exact thing came up. I said, I, I haven't been in a book club in a while because well, COVID and life and all those kinds of things. But I remember back in the day, like when I was in a book club, um, most people in my book club would get the book from the library or, or borrow it from someone. Right. So um, I think this is kind of a, to me, it's a similar concept. Like as I'm going through this list and swiping and getting the information, I may not purchase it there. I may hop over to my um, Audible account and because I have credits already over there and get it through Audible. I may go to um, Hoopla and see if it's on Hoopla. I may. And so when we were discussing it the other day, I, I said, and this is another part of like author education is making sure that your book is distributed widely so that when you are taking actions yeah. to get your book visible, people can find it in the places that they want to. And libraries, not everybody's like me, not everybody wants to buy every single book that they see. Like they don't want to make that $20 investment or $10 investment or whatever they want because they read so much. So they're going to look for places that they can get it and not have to pay for it as well. So I think- But if they never know about it, how would they know to look exactly and and to your point i mean you know i know you guys the the fee for for participating is roughly around $300 and you just have to think like that's less than a dollar a day when you get a full year of marketing less than a dollar a day of your book being put in front of new readers and new audiences and it's absolutely not about did this convert to a sale or how many sales it is about? And, and which is why I really like, sorry, I'm like, I'm excited here. But this is why I really like the fact that you give, that you do communicate with authors about the swipes, because even if they run over to Amazon and don't see that there were, you know, all these sales, but they know that at least this many people click yes on the, on the profile. And, and like you probably put it in their TBR. That's exactly what I did. I spent like 15 minutes on there, went through swipe left, swipe, swipe, right. And I know when I'm ready to go get my next book, I'm going to go through my messages and figure yeah. it out. So it's again, that long, that long tail that it may be months before I um, purchase or, or go to the library to get one of these books that I swiped on. So it's, that's an important mindset to take with marketing too, is that paying a dollar for marketing does not necessarily guarantee a sale out of that, but it may, you know, create other, it will create other opportunities. Yeah. I read somewhere recently that it takes seven impressions yep. for someone to finally pull the trigger mm -hmm. on a book or I mean, anything, really any, any, yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. And we want to be one of those impressions for people. Yeah. And we feel like we hope that Bookie Call is just giving one more effective, approachable, and affordable way that an author can actually get one more impression. Yeah, absolutely. And at at three hundred dollars for an entire year, 
we do hope that they get their money back that you know they at least get enough sales to feel like well i broke even or far exceeded yeah we just don't guarantee that but we right. absolutely guarantee eyeballs yes and yeah. you know they're coming in the reader eyeballs are there and targeted eyeballs mm-hmm. not just you know people who are you know scrolling through a a website page but actually people who have asked for your type of book and you're out there you're out there marketing primarily to readers. You're out there getting those eyeballs. And, and I know this will be outdated for anybody who listens to this after <laughs> this summer, but just to give an example of how you all do go out and, and find readers, do you want to just quickly talk about your upcoming conference? Oh yeah. Goodness. Thank you. So we have an upcoming conference, October 1st, and we're seeing it as a book festival and it's going to be completely virtual in the metaverse. It will be the largest metaverse book festival <laughs> that's ever happened. Um, and it's going to be called BookyCon. So if you're listening to this before October 1st, look for B-O-O-K-Y-C-O-N, BookyCon. And it's going to be completely free for readers um, that they can go cool. and just have a community festival where you can still stay in your pajamas if you want. And you'll sit there, you get a little... Um, like a a character that you're walking around with. We're hoping to have about a hundred authors that you can interact with, listen to interviews, meet other readers. We're going to have book clubs that will have their own space where you can go and meet people in these large book clubs on Facebook. It's, I think, going to be one of the coolest book lover days I've ever been part of. So I'm really, really excited about October 1st. That's so cool. It sounds like a fun event. These whole metaverse events and these virtual events with your little virtual people, like it still kind of blows my mind that this is even possible, but um, it's so cool. Well, Nicole, I mean, I think we could discuss this for days probably, um, but it has been such a pleasure having you on. I am so glad that we connected, not just because this is such an amazing resource and I can't tell, wait to tell all my friends about it, all my writer friends about it. But um, on that note, for the authors and publishers listening to this, where do they need to go to be considered for the app? Yes. So just go to bookycall.com. B-O-O-K-Y-C-A-L-L.com. You'll see a tab for authors and publishers. Click on that and you'll see the submit my book button. Once you click submit my book, it truly will take you 15 to 20 minutes. You'll go through that, fill it out, send it to us. Assuming you get approved, we'll then send you an invoice. And as soon as you pay your invoice, um, we will start your dating profile and it usually takes about 10 business days before you are live and meeting readers. I did want to say, if you have a launch coming up in the future, we can hold your profile until your launch day and help oh, you create some buzz around it. One of our promotional options is called a Buki Call Takeover. Um, and it really creates some incredible buzz around that release where you get the book of the day that we talked about, you get a podcast recording of your book dating profile and you get an interview with Brant Menswar, our CEO. And it is just a phenomenal way to have the entire day centered around you and your book. All right. And- so let's just go ahead and plan on this for four days in Paris. Cause you know, I'm going to want some bookie love around. <laughs> 
yes. around that. Um, Four Days in Paris is going to need this for sure. Absolutely. Um, oh my gosh. Well, I, I adore you. Um, as I said, I'm so glad that we, you know, haphazardly connected. And I mean, I'm just, I'm so excited um, to have you all come be part of our community and um, to support the Women in Publishing Summit. And we are, I'm just, I'm so excited to support you guys back. And one last thing I would say to the listeners today is that, um, you know, apps like this, they only work if they continue to have lots and lots of readers. So one thing that you can do is A, get on the app and use mm-hmm. it yourself. And then B, get on social media and tell all of your reader friends to go out and get the app too, because that will help everybody get more eyeballs on all of their books. And then of course, fill out the information. And um, I can't wait to see uh, the results. I love that. Well, as our, our slogan says, people suck data book. <laughs> and we are we are fully ready for you to get rid of the people who ghost you and instead come in and find an app that will truly help you find the one. Oh, the one I love it. Book. Or the yeah. ones. Hopefully they'll the help one. you find lots of lots yes. of ones. <laughs> we, are, we are very big and there's a no monogamy in book reading. So feel free to date as many books as you would like and add as many books as you'd like to the Bookie Call app. We are totally here for you. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I, uh, this is so fun, so exciting. And I just appreciate you. Thank you, Alexa. This has been amazing. You don't have to give me Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.